Hey Liz, from school runs, office meetings, to cooking dinner, you know, boss mama life can be hard. It's a constant juggle between how much time we focus on our business, ourself, and everything else. Are we crazy to think we can have it all? Are we good moms? What if we aren't spending enough time with our children? And really, is there such thing as balance? Relax, mama. We've all been there, and the good news is, yes, you can have it all, and you don't have to feel alone in the process. Join us, Liz and Laura, as we keep it real about Boss Mama Life. We interview incredible women around the world doing what they love. We share tips, tools, and tricks, which help you level up your game. It won't be easy, ladies. You know it takes some grit and soul to feel magic, but with a little Boss Mama's mindset, you can reach your dreams. So grab your headphones and get cozy with us as we interview today's Lady Boss Mama. Hey Liz, happy Friday. Oh my gosh, I'm so happy. Friday is finally here and I'm so sorry I'm not with you right now. We usually record together and I have to be remote today because of a little spring break action that my kids are having, which is good, but then mama comes last on spring break. Totally. Well, I just miss being able to give you a little bump hug. (laughs) Yes, I know. We'll do that next weekend for my baby ceremony, which I'm really looking forward to. Oh my gosh, I can't wait. (laughs) More to come on that. So any hot weekend plans? You know what? We are. We are headed to the beach. I'm going to finalize the spring break with a little beach weekend. And uh, I think like all week I, I did have my head level, but I, you know, always think I could do more when the kids are around than I really can do. And so I was aiming to do one thing per week or per day. And then, um, this weekend I'm saying no more off the beach. (laughs) Well, beach time is actually an excellent segue into today's guest. We're going to mother's beach in Marina Del Rey on Sunday And I so look forward to getting Aiden in his adorable, award-winning, eco-friendly swim diapers by Bo and Belle Littles. And our guest today is actually the co-founder. She founded it with her husband of this amazing brand and company. So welcome, Rochelle Barron. How are you? I'm good. Thanks. We are so excited to have you on here today and talk all about how you got into swim diapers and how this business has shifted your life and mindset challenges you've gone through and all of that stuff. So we're just, we're just extremely happy you're here. And maybe you could just get started by sharing a little bit of your story. Like how did you get into this business and what does it mean for you? You know, when I started this business, I had no idea that I was actually going to start this business. We, uh, I had Bo and I had been a special ed para and it totally didn't make enough money for me to continue working. So I was staying at home and Paul was trying to start a different business and we were barely paying our bills. Like it was so terrible. And then about at six months, we took Bo swimming and someone had given us a different swim diaper and it was supposed to fit. And it was totally too small. And Bo was like in the 20 percentile for height and weight. Mm. So it wasn't like he was like this ginormous baby that was outside of like the sizing. He was actually smaller than most. And it didn't fit. And it was really frustrating. So we went ahead and used disposables because I didn't know that there was another option. And 
those actually were giving him diaper rash and they leak. I don't know if anyone has ever used a disposable diaper, but they sag when they get wet. And so like, I don't even know how it actually holds poop and how they actually work in a pool. So we looked into making our own. And a few months later, we were live on Amazon. And uh, we made our first sale on July 15th of 2015, which was amazing. Um, I Paul was super excited and I'm just like not an excited person. I'm pretty even kill. And so he was like, yeah, we made our first sale. I was like, yeah, I know. We did. <laughs> so our swim diapers are adjustable, which makes them different than most of the other options that are out there. So you know, the other brand that I was talking about before, you have to buy a new one every three months or so. And then disposables, of course, are sized like normal diapers. But I had no idea that I was going to be an entrepreneur. I'm actually happy to like have a nine to five job. I would much rather have that kind of security than be an entrepreneur. But it has allowed us to have the flexibility to be home with our kids for the most part. And I don't think I would change a thing since becoming an entrepreneur. So that's kind of a little intro. Yeah, I I think that's so amazing because often we kind of envision one path in our life and then something kind of happens that completely throws us off of that path. And it's really challenging, but yet so rewarding. And it gives us so much growth opportunity. So. I think that just being open to that opportunity and and really just trying it out says a lot about you guys. It's so awesome that you you said, I'd rather have a nine to five because that's probably what a lot of entrepreneurs feel sometimes when the going gets tough. But then the reward is being home with your kids and that just outweighs everything else. 100%. So you've been in business since 2015 four years, basically. In the past, I mean, every year has its different growth challenges and and mindset hurdles. But if you could just take us through like the past year of growth of the business and what has been your biggest mindset hurdle that you've had to overcome and how did you do that? That'd be awesome. Yeah. So when we started the business, Bo was a baby and I was able to stay home. He actually didn't go to daycare until he was two and a half and he went to my mother-in-law's daycare center. So like I was totally secure in sending him there. And I think we only sent him twice a week just so that he could have somebody to play with because at home, like it was really hard to get work done with a toddler. Like it was basically, I got work done during nap time or after he went to bed at night or we relied on friends that could babysit for us. You know, we would trade babysitting days. Moms that I have that are friends with me that are also entrepreneurs, we would trade days. And then we had Lael when Bo turned three almost. And our business was really growing then. And so it was a really huge struggle for us to actually get work done. So in November of this year, we actually decided to get mostly full-time care Lael goes to a daycare four days a week and Bo goes twice a week and then he has preschool for most of the day. And 
It was a hard decision to make because I kind of feel guilty for not having Lael at home as long as I had Bo. Mm. They are so much happier because they get to play with other kids. I don't have to feel like I'm only doing like 50% of this and 50% of that. Like I can be all in on my business when they're gone and then all in when they're home. And I'm not sitting on my phone trying to send emails or checking to make sure that something is working while they're home. We've decided to set those boundaries and it's made a world of difference in their behavior and how we feel. Um, We're not stressed all the time. And so like that is probably the biggest challenge for me as a mother is that guilt of sending her to daycare, even though the purpose of this business for us was to have time freedom But at the same time, we are adding other things to make more income. We like to travel and we can't do that if, you know, we're not working more full time. It's always a struggle for us to manage our growth. Like I have tried. So like last year, for example, we were out of stock 20% of the time on our most popular print. And that was not on purpose. Is that baby shark? Uh, no, <laughs> actually, that one was new last year. It's actually the fish print. <sighs> that one's cute uh, too. So, and it has a lot to do with like Amazon's algorithm and it being like the first one that we launched with. But I mean, that's tw- 20%. Like we sold out of our stock for June in May because we couldn't manage the growth. We didn't have any idea that we would grow a hundred and. 60% or something like that. Like, or no, it was 260%. So it was 160% over the year before. It was insane. Amazing. I know. <laughs> it's a, I it's a hard problem to have, like, right? To, to grow that much that you can't keep your stuff in stock. My husband would say luxury problems. <laughs> yeah, that's incredible. But inventory management is always hard in a business. Like when you have a product... And being able to like, you know, project. I remember my first like business that I owned, my husband and I were flipping businesses and we owned a coffee shop. Girl, I would run out of lids. I was like, why can I not get this right? So on a small scale, I slightly understand about that. (laughs) So I want to touch upon the mom guilt because... It's so real for us moms that have this passion to work and drive to like build something around motherhood. And not to say that dads don't have it too, but I just find that maybe because as our, our role is, is more to be maternal and then that feeling of, oh, I want to spend as much time with them. I'm going through a different level of that right now. I'm about to embark on my second and actually about the same age gap as you have, Rochelle, but it's, it's hard. And I think that what I really liked what you said is that, you know, turning it around into the positive, like, yeah, okay, they're actually quite happy where they're at. And then I'm feeling more free to like really take care of the things I need to and not feel so split anymore. And it gives me the opportunity to like, then really be present when they are around as opposed to like half in, half out. So I really, I really commend that. And I think it's so relatable for a lot of women listening to our podcast. 
I have to tell you, sometimes in the morning, um, Lael, she's 20 months right now. I'll take her diaper off and her pajamas off. And then she likes to get up and run away right now. And she thinks it's funny to run around naked. She'll run to the door and she's like, okay, bye-bye. I go now. She's kind of saying sentences. So she's like ready to go. Like she knows that she's going to daycare most mornings and she wants to go naked. So... Well, I think uh, Liz's son, Lucas, likes to be naked like 90% of the time, right? Oh, my God. When we, <laughs> en- we, we come into the house, I get naked. That's what he says. Yes. I want to touch on what you said, which I love what you're doing because this is my goal. And it's always been my goal is you said that you work during the day. And when they come home, the phones, you, you're not checking your emails and you're very present with them. I think that's like, so, so important. So like, is that a challenge to you to like not touch your phone or are you just really set that that's their time and, and that it is what it is? Well, it is hard to like put your phone down because you work, like I work all day and so I don't use my phone and stuff for personal stuff. So then at night I kind of want to check my Facebook and Instagram and, you know, occasionally like with our company being on Amazon, they have time limits on answering emails. So on the weekends, we try not answer, like turn our computers on at all, but I still have to check my emails on the phone. And I mean, we really need to just like have a place to put them, but like we're so culturally like glued to our phones that it's just so hard to let go and to like have that space from our technology that it's, you know, it's one of those growth things where we just need to make that commitment and not deviate from it. Yeah. It's discipline. It's like anything. If you set your mind to it and you say, I'm going to do this and you don't do it, you're hundred percent responsible for it. Right. And then you have to figure out, okay, I, I want to do this. So I have to get back on track. That's a really good tip for, for moms running their business around motherhood. I know Liz is a big advocate of always saying, if you're on social media for any other reason than adding value to your business, get off. <laughs> um, so I think it's really interesting how we all kind of like create our agenda and our schedule and making sure that we're not overdoing it on social. Like the new timer feature helps, right? You've been on too long. <laughs> same with emails. We should get the same with emails. What are some other like lessons you've learned around business and motherhood? Having to talk to other moms is sometimes really hard, especially because we all have our own opinions on how to do things. You know, like at one point we were thinking about actually doing cloth diapering as a family. And I got into this cloth diapering group and I'm not saying that all cloth diapering moms are like a little crazy, but some can be. And so in our business specifically, like I have to be sensitive to all of the moms and all of their opinions and whether they like my stuff or whether they hate my stuff. And it's really hard to not get offended when someone leaves a negative review on our stuff or emails and basically like blames us for something. And so like, I have to take that out of context and not take it personally. Somehow like my husband and I have like weird gender role switches in some senses, like he's super emotional and I'm not. And so I have 
an easier time of separating myself from some of that negativity than he does. And so, you know, our messaging on Facebook and Instagram also has to match that. Like we can't say something that's going to offend some other mom because, you know, when Bo was four months, he had stopped gaining weight. And so we had to switch to formula and again, mom guilt, right? Because everyone says, oh, you need to breastfeed, breastfeed, breastfeed. And if you are formula feeding, you're like your terrible mother, right? We all know that's not true, but the same applies in the business as far as like how you're communicating to moms about what they're doing with their kids, because they all have someone else telling them, oh, you should do this, this, and this. And so we're getting all this information and it's hard to determine like what you're supposed to do. And so like as, as a company, like that's really challenging for us because, you know, we're, we're supposed to be in this inclusive society now. And so you're trying to be inclusive without excluding and it's, it's hard to balance. Yeah. And we're talking, I mean, people are hiding behind their computers though, too, you know, Facebook mommy groups, like (laughs) I'm in a few new ones and I'm like, get out of this because, you know, like they're just, people are brutal. They want to hide behind their, you know, they want to put their insecurities out on the computer. And I'm a part of some amazing uplifting ones, but there are a few and they're just kind of nasty. So I get it. You do have to have a a thick skin, especially when they're going to give opinions that reflect onto your business. So I get that. I get that totally. And I'm sure a lot of mommies on here listening get that too, because you know that Facebook group that is just snarky and, and uh, 200 comments later on a simple question. And it's like, oh, yeah, you know, time to get off. Timer is up. I think humor is the best medicine. And I love, I love watching comedy. My, my husband and I watch comedy all the time. And we were watching one last night, actually. And of course, I'm blanking on her name. She's an Asian comedian, uh, female, and she's pregnant with her second. And she was talking about the, you know, a conversation she was having with her mom. And and her mom was like, I'm so glad, you know, you're breastfeeding because breast is best. And she's like, no, ma, I'm not breastfeeding because breast is best. I'm breastfeeding because it's free. (laughs) (laughs) And and she just kind of joked about the whole expectations and guilt and whatever. And she like, you know, she could, you could tell her, her message was like, who cares what you choose? Just like do it for whatever you want, like for the reason you want, you know? And I think that, you know, sometimes we take ourselves too seriously through this, but her journey, like we're all doing the best we can, right? Like <laughs> let's, let's be real with each other and um, not judge. But I, I understand that that's really hard, you know, that it's hard, but at the same time, I think like at one point, You also uh, mentioned to me how important relationships are for your business. And you shared with me a story about uh, this guy and restaurants. And I want you to share that story with the audience because literally I'd never heard it before. And I thought, that is so awesome. (laughs) I tried to find like where I found this story, but I couldn't find it. But anyway, the story is this like rich guy like loses everything and then he goes and he gets jobs and he works really, really hard. Like he's working like 90 hours, 100, like as many hours as possible, minimum wage jobs. 
and he saves up enough money to go to this really expensive restaurant and the dollar amount was like $500 and he goes and he has this meal and spends all of the money that he's saved and then he goes and he works really hard again until he saves $500 and someone asked him like why are you spending $500 at a restaurant one time and the whole point of going to this restaurant is because of the connections people that eat at the $500 restaurant are the people that he wants to be connected with because that's where he's going to build his business relationships that's where he's going to get his next break that's where he's going to get his next job offer is from one of those people and Paul is so much better at this at that than I am which is why we work great as a team he is just a really good connector of people. He knows how to have conversations with strangers. I can't do that. I hate small talk. In fact, I hate networking events. But the relationships that you build in your business is what helps you find the new the newest trend in social media. You know, you go to conferences or you go to those networking events and you talk to people that are smarter than you, that are making more money than you. And that's how you grow. If you're not connecting with people who are better than you business-wise, then you're not going to grow because you're not going to be pushed. You're going to be at the same level all the time. And so um, that's something that, that we do. We try and connect ourselves with people that are experts in Instagram or Facebook. We were in Dallas last week. Paul was at like a this conference thing called Moolah. I'm not sure that's his thing, but you know, he met her at a conference and then decided that we needed to do it because she's the expert in this. And, you know, we're changing our Facebook strategy because it makes sense. I just love that story. (laughs) (laughs) That is great. It's always, I, I, that's what me and Laura, Laura and I Mm -hmm. promote. We promote like continually learning from others and, and, and knowing there's so so many resources out there as business, you know, business women and lady boss mamas to utilize. Yeah. I love the quote. I don't know who says it, but like, if like you're making goals and you put down a goal and it scares you a little bit, then it's the right goal for you. So I think like anything that takes you out of your comfort zone and like really gets you kind of to that next level and like surround you with those people that are in the next level already, like it will help you get to the next level. So I just think it's so such an important tip for all boss mamas out there that might be right now in their safety zone and like sort of like comfortable. And our encouragement is like, get out of that comfort zone, go do one thing today that really gets you feeling a little bit nervous, uncomfortable, maybe like Rochelle, it would be a networking event for you, but like, we know it's necessary, right? So I love that. So I know that you were on, and it's on your Instagram page as well, that you were featured on Rachel Ray. And I would love to hear more about how that happened and what actually happened during that, during that feature, because it actually turned out to be a pretty funny boss mama moment for you. Yeah, we, I saw a contest on Facebook. It was called the On Deck Seal of Approval. And uh, we entered and we actually forgot about it. 
And then we got this email and a phone call saying that we were finalists and that they wanted to have us on the Rachel Ray show and they wanted us all to come. Bo included. Lael was in, in utero at this point, like barely, I think she was like six, I think I was six weeks pregnant maybe. So we hadn't even told anyone, which for me, my pregnancy, like I start morning sickness really early. And so that was great <laughs> being in New York in November. But so they get us on the show and we didn't bring our car seat because they said they were going to provide us one. So getting to, from the airport to the hotel was a nightmare. And then in the next morning, getting from the hotel to the studio was a nightmare. We could have walked faster than how long it took for them to come pick us up. So once about right in New York. (laughs) So like once we get there, the producer is like talking to Bo and getting him all excited about being on TV because she wants him to not cry and make a huge scene because it's like a short clip. And they tell us to get ready. So we put Bo in the swim in the swim diaper and they don't contain pee. So I was thinking, well, I hope that they were going to go on show soon because, A, I don't want him to pee on me because I have nothing else to change into. He was two at the time. And so, of course, while we're waiting, he pees. And so I have to quickly go and, like, change him or at least get the rest of the pee that's in this one diaper out, put it back on wet, and then carry him out on stage. And there's this, like, little kiddie pool. And the whole time in the dressing room, the her name was Brittany. She was saying that she was going to swim with Bo. And so he was really excited about getting to swim with her. And so we get him in the pool and um, they're doing the show. And one of the guys is doing his pitch and Bo's yelling, where'd her go? Where'd her? Where'd her go? The whole time. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, Bo, please stop. And so then like Barbara Corcoran even comments about how great the guy's like pitch was with the little, with Bo like yelling and how like kind of... And then the other guy like comments about how it's not going to be as cute because Bo is, you know, a baby on stage. And then we all do our pitches and then they say that like, oh, you all won. Yay. And then it was like all of five minutes and getting Bo out of the pool after only five minutes was also a nightmare. That would happen to me and my son because he's such a water, a water baby. Oh my gosh. How funny is that if you uh, watch the clip you can hear him in the background yelling that's how loud her go <laughs> oh mama you got through it and you guys won which is incredible I know Liz is going to wrap up but did that have a big impact on your on your business or like what was the results of that we won ten thousand dollars from that contest which seems like a lot of money but in an inventory based business. Like it's really doesn't go very far, but the biggest thing we got out of it was like all of the press. So like all of the mentions, all of, you know, I got interviewed by Forbes magazine, uh, which is super cool. I can say that I've been in Forbes and then meeting Barbara Corkin for an hour was confirmation, especially since, you know, like she said, wow, your business looks really great. And then she gave us some ideas on what products to come next. And it took us a year to get out those products, but we have them. They're shirts. Yay. Actually, it must have been two years because they were supposed to be here last year and they were finally here this year. Well, that is awesome. And can you tell people where they can find you and where they can follow you on social? 
Uh, sure. If you are on Instagram, you can follow us at BB Littles. On Facebook, it's slash BB Littles. And then, of course, our website is bowandbelllittles.com. And then we're on Amazon. If you just search for Bow and Bell Littles, you'll find all of our stuff. That is awesome. And we are excited. We want to shout out to our podcast sponsor. You will be getting a gift from our podcast sponsor, Mama Needs Box. She curates awesome boxes for mamas, which are themed monthly. And I do not know the theme for April yet, um, but they are so well thought of. And um, she'll be getting the Mother's Day box, the May box. Oh, amazing. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So if you could share um, the box with your audience when you receive it and shout out to Mama Needs Box. Sure, of course. Great. Awesome. Well, we've had so much fun talking to you and really appreciate, you know, your nuggets of mindset wisdom and how to get through being a a boss mama. And, you know, it's really been amazing watching your business grow um, and being part of it. I know Aiden loves the shark diapers. I mean, he's just obsessed with baby shark. It's on repeat when I pick him up from daycare. It's like, if I hear that song another time, I think I might go crazy. But you know, we really have loved those diapers. And I think everybody should check them out. I love the the fact that they've lasted him for a couple of years, because it's more about weight and then ex- extending the the clasps on the side of the buttons on the side. Sorry, mommy brain. But anyways, um, everyone should check out Bo and Bell Littles. And thank you, Rochelle, again for being on. And thank you for Lady Boss Mamas tuning in and listening to us. We're on iTunes and we would appreciate a rating and a comment and share the love. And of course, send us comments. What did you learn from this episode? What did you like best? And what would you like to hear about next? Until our next episode, we hope you have a lot of magic in your life and we will talk to you real soon.